Hi, this is Robert Kiyosaki, and you're listening to Capital Hacking with Josh and Eric. This is the most important thing you can listen to today. See, when you get a guy as handsome as Matt Amabile, you just got to jump right into the meat and potatoes. Matt, welcome to the big show. Dude, appreciate you guys having me on, Josh, John. Uh, I'm ready to rip today, man. Well, well, we we love your story. Uh, if you guys can't see us on camera and you're just listening, Matt is a young guy that is figuring things out as he goes, but he's he's figuring it out much faster than than myself and and many others. So, Matt, why don't you give us a little bit of your backstory? Yeah, man. I mean, just with with where I'm at right now. So I'm 26 years old. I'm financially free. Quit my job around a year and a half ago. Um, and I spent a lot of my time traveling right now. It has not been like that though. I graduated college when I was, I went to Rutgers university. I graduated when I was like, uh, 22 or so started sleeping on my cousin's couch because I was working in the New York city area. And, uh, I couldn't afford rent there. So I was like, I'm going to sleep on my cousin's couch, pay him $400 a month just to do that. And uh, there came a point where my girlfriend broke up with me. I was sleeping on a couch. I wasn't making good money. I was making like $50,000 a year. And uh, and I kind of had this big realization that I, I need to change my life because it's not going to change itself. So um, I took a look at my money, my financial situation. I decided that's what needed to change. I looked up the best personal finance books, as you've probably heard a thousand times on this podcast. Rich Dad, Poor Dad was the first book that I read. Then I dove all in on real estate. Um, I ended up buying a four-unit property. Uh, it's called a house hack. It's actually where I'm doing this podcast from right now. So I live in one unit. I rent out the other three. And uh, that was my introduction to real estate. That showed me the power of cash flow and the financial viability of real estate. And, uh, you know, from there, I wanted to buy more properties but didn't have money. So I decided I was going to go out and find the money and find the partners that I could work with to buy those properties. I found really killer properties with killer returns, brought in other people to partner with and buy those properties. I bought some duplexes after that, did, uh, you know, quadplexes, triplexes, um, did that. I ended up buying that partner out of all that real estate. So I owned all that myself. And then I moved into the commercial space of real estate where I am now operating mostly out of and uh, raising capital on the, on the back end to fund my deals. So I, I think one of the important things with my story is that I never really had the money to do all this stuff, but I found a way uh, to just get it done by bringing in partners and bringing in capital. So that brought me to this point today. Um, I, my cash flow is not crazy. I cash flow right around eight grand a month, but I'm a single dude. I just have my dog. So that pays for my expenses. It pays for a lot of my travel. 
And, uh, you know, now I'm kind of planning to do bigger, cooler, better things in the future. So that's the, that's the lowdown on who I am and, and how I got here. I love it. I love it. May I go first, Mr. Yep. Edwin? Yep. I was going I got, I got questions, but I said, Josh is going to go first. Um, I do, I do have some quick ones. So, uh, you, you throw out a lot of good educational pieces there that we're going to bri- hopefully dive into like buying out a partner, uh, sequence. I always say, what's the sequence? Find the deal or find the money. You, you, you'll, you'll teach us about that. And then we'll talk a little bit about rich dad. But before we do all that, tell me about your career before quitting the career. What was that career? So I can understand your skill set. Yeah. So it was all sales. So I, I went to school for supply chain management. The only reason I did that is because somebody told me that I could make a lot of money coming out of school. If I went and did that, I got a full scholarship for academics. I ended up like doing pretty well, graduated with a 4.0 from uh, Rutgers, which got me into this job where I was only making like 50 grand. So that was a logistics sales job. I worked there for six months and then I jumped ship. I, I was the top performer within six months. I jumped ship to another company, um, increased my salary to right around 80 grand. That was six months after I got out of that job. Um, then I w- ended up being the top new rookie performer there within like eight months. So I jumped ship again and increased my salary right up to around 110,000. And then six months later, I asked for a salary increase to 150 grand. And, uh, you know, just my main focus after I learned about this real estate thing was how can I maximize my W2 income so I could save as much as possible. So right. I pumped as much of this into, um, into assets as possible. Now, now what people don't, don't know, uh, and Matt and myself and Josh were in a, a mastermind called go abundance. And so Matt, uh, we, we've gotten to spend some time together and, and I appreciate our friendship. Uh, but, but in talking with Matt, he seems very laid back. It seems like nothing bothers him. He's just happy go lucky. Yet when you hear his story, it's quite the opposite. Uh, so how do you how do you put on that laid backness when it seems like you're not laid back? Like you're pretty intense, dude. So like I had to create this. I had to do this because I'm I'm a pretty lazy, laid back, chill dude, and I wanted to figure out a way to be able to be lazy, chilled out, and like laid back. And the only way to live a lifestyle where I could constantly be like that is if I really didn't, if I didn't have someone telling me what to do every day, I didn't have to go into the office every day. So then I was like, well, what's the quickest way to get there? And did all this, you know, research and studying and found out that that's the real estate is the quickest way to get there. So, all right, let's go all in on that for a little bit so I can just chill out and, and lay back. So like, that's, it was out of laziness that I went down this path and did what I did. I love it. Um, you in the very beginning, uh, when you started talking, you mentioned the first thing you bought was a four unit, uh, quote unquote ha- house hack, which we talk a lot about. Did you do twenty percent down and go with a commercial mortgage, or did you do FHA for that four unit? No, so that was a cool loan. That's a 203k loan, which is technically an FHA. You only have to put three and a half percent down, but you put three and a half percent down of the purchase price and of the construction. So I bought a foreclosed home for a hundred forty thousand dollars. I put 
I put a hundred, there's a four year, I put a hundred and ten thousand dollars of work into it, fully renovated everything. So everything's brand new. And I mean, now, so I'm all in it. My loan is at like 256 right now. It's worth, I could sell it on the market right now for 440, like probably within two weeks, three weeks. Definitely. Yeah. And this, uh, you know, my rates at like a 3.15. So it cash flows the other three units alone rent out for, um, right around four grand, 3950. And my mortgage taxes and insurance every single month are 2100 bucks. And I live here. So, dude, this thing is a killer, man. It's a killer. No, I think you just did a great job of teaching that. I, I'll pivot here for a minute. So, um, one, um, I have to ask the question that some people out there like me are thinking. We're thinking, well, this guy's really smart. 4.0, did great, did not an easy degree. What if he wasn't so lazy? <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Like, what if you were a killer? What would you be doing right now? Dude, I would be grinding every single day. And, um, you know, I would be out there um, making my cold calls, hiring the team, uh, on the people, watching all the metrics, um, building out the real estate business. But even, like, on, I I think what I'm trying to do right now is figure out where I want to funnel all of my energy into that actually excites me, which financial freedom gives me the opportunity to do that. Um, but I, uh, y- you know, I would be out there grinding, trying to shoot towards my passions. The thing is, I don't really know what my passion is. So I got to find that out before I, I go all in and, and grind great. out on something. I'll tell you, well then let's go back to your podcast. So right now I learned early on here that you have a show called financial freedom fast. How, how old is the show? How many down, like how many um, episodes I should say? That's got like a hundred, 120 episodes or so. Nice. That's already way more than like you're in the top 1% of the world already. So that's a lot of traction. Good job. Tell me like, what is it that you want to convey in that? And what are some of the things you hear from your guests or from you that help people get the financial freedom? Yeah. So, I mean, I actually started that selfishly. I just wanted to talk to a bunch of millionaires and and guys that were doing stuff. And a podcast is a good excuse for me to be able to network and do that. But what I hear, um, what I hear a lot from the guys that come on my show is like, pick your focus, find your area, find the thing that you're going to go all in on. Cause it's not just real estate that I talk about. I have Amazon FBA guys, come on. I have hotel hoteliers coming on. I got laundromat guys, bowling alley guys, like all these guys with different businesses coming on and they all pick what they wanted to do and they all pick to be excellent at it and go all in at it. So the main thing that I would say is like find clarity on what you want to go after and then follow the people who are already doing those things that you want to do. So who wrote the books on doing it? Who is doing it right now? Whose path you could follow or get them as a mentor and then go and do those things. It's like create the blueprint, create the path, and then put in the action and the effort to get there. That's the, that's the main takeaways from every single episode combined, I would say. You, you brought up some really, really great points there. And I, I hope if you're listening, you guys caught all that and definitely rewind and and listen to the last couple minutes a couple times over because 
you know, one of them I'm, I'm pulling out is is finding the clarity, going after it, but then also finding the person that's doing it. And that's something that I've kind of done my entire life. And that's, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just have to find the person that invented the wheel and spend some time with them. And interesting, my son, um, Luke, he's he, very successful in Cutco, but he's looking into some different internships that he thinks will propel him in the direction he wants to go. And he was on the phone yesterday uh, with another GoBro, Bo Parfit, who mm. uh, is a managing partner for DLP Capital. And uh, he's interviewing with them to uh, to be an intern this coming summer. I don't know if it's going to be paid or not. And I said, don't even worry if it's paid or not, because you're, you're lucky you have Christine and I. Uh, that's one. Uh, but but two, what you learn is going to be invaluable. Like you can't get paid enough to be around those guys. So um, really, really, really hot topic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as you just surround yourself by the people who are doing these big things, or if you want to be a millionaire, even like just surround yourself with millionaires, because you're going to take those daily habits, those things that they're doing, and they're going to bleed into your life and you're going to create a better life for yourself. So I love that, man. Yeah. What do you got, Josh? Well, I wanted to just, why don't we, why don't we wrap up with a few lessons then? So let's go back to find the deal or find the money. What comes first? Cause you said you're in the middle of that these days. Mm, well, I, when you find the deal, you can use the deal to find the money, which I like because you have a definite solid property business, whatever it is to go out to, to people and say, Hey, I've got this business that's doing X, the value is X. And if we come in and stabilize it, the value in one year could be X. So this is the return that we would see. And this is what I can confidently offer you as an equity portion or a debt portion. So there's, there's that, but then having the investors, having the money, having the capital gives you more confidence to go out and make an offer. Like you, you're not going out and making a $2 million offer. If you don't think you can raise 500 grand within the snap of your fingers, because you might be intimidated, you might be scared. But if you know somebody who has, let's just say somebody already said like, Hey, I, I have, or you have two people who said, I have 200 grand that I could put out. All right. Well now you at least feel semi-confident right. that when you have that, you can throw out these offers and then you could go raise whatever rest you need. So I think it's, it's both. And uh, like, always be looking for deals, always be looking for investors. Tell everybody what you do. Hey, I'm a real estate investor. I'm doing this. I'm buying big properties. I, I fund deals with other people's money. I give them a return. I give them equity, whatever you do. And that'll build up your investor base. But I think it's both at the same time. It's a chicken or the egg thing, but I, I do both. How about buying out a partner? How does the mechanism of that work? Yeah. So I, I, th this was a pretty simple partnership. Like we had it in an operating agreement that we were both 50, 50 partners. Um, and it just came to a point where, uh, you know, this guy, he kind of wanted me to succeed. So he brought 50% of the capital in to buy these properties in the beginning. And he let me take a majority of the cash flow. So he really wasn't taking any cash flow himself. There wasn't much value for him to be had in the property. So we took the value valuation of the properties and we split that equity in in half. He gave me like probably a probably a 30 to 40% discount on the equity that I was buying them out of, though. 
Um, and you know, two duplexes, I paid them 40 grand and we called it a day. And you know, that was really just from having, building that relationship with my partner, you know? Yeah. That, that, that is a very relational type of partnership. And it, yeah, it seems like, and you said it, you know, he was really looking to help you, uh, in that situation. And that's, that's, that's awesome. Um, one of the things you said a couple minutes ago was, Tell people what you're looking for. And I think a lot of people are like, when you ask like, hey, what's going on? Oh, everything's good or whatever. Like people are reluctant uh, to ask for help, but they don't understand that that could open up doors for for, for them and for the person asking. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're listening and someone says, hey, what do you need help with right now? Lay it on them, uh, be open. And, and if you, you can't lay it on that person, they're not, they're not a true friend. Hi, this is Melanie McCallan. Josh and I are just so grateful for the many investors who have already joined us at Accountable Equity. Accountable Equity is so much more than a capital group. It's really a community of accredited investors that want to learn and grow together. I just want to personally invite you, if you want to find out more about this type of investment and see if it's right for you and your family, please visit us at accountableequity.com. You can fill out the contact form. We'll get right back to you and see if this is a great fit for you and your family. We'd love to meet you. We look forward to learning about you please visit us at accountableequity.com. Hey, it's Hal Elrod, author of The Miracle Morning, and you're listening to Capital Hacking with Josh and Eric. Enjoy. Right. Yeah, I mean, put out there what you need because if nobody knows what you need, nobody could give you what you need. So everybody <laughs> knows somebody involved with real estate. So put, put your needs, your wants out there. And, you know, if somebody has something they want to help you with, people love helping other people. So it'll happen. That's right. So, you, so, so that beckons the next question is, and before we uh, we close this out, but but what are you looking at right now? What are you raising money for, and what what's the next progression for Matt? Uh, right now, so I I got back from a Costa Rican uh, vacation. I was out there for like three weeks, going to Peru next month, doing a lot of travel right now. But like out in Costa Rica. Spent a month in Puerto Rico last year as well. I love surfing, and I am also a yoga teacher, yoga instructor. And I stayed at like this hostel out in Costa Rica, and it just it like sparked this in like idea in me, man. I want to. I think a hostel, like a beach surf hostel that has surf lessons and yoga lessons and all that type of stuff, like that is kind of the dream business that I could have right now, living on a beach, operating this hostel, um, you know, teaching yoga, building different ancillary businesses off of that one business. Um, so that's that. my focus right now has been reaching out to different hostels in Nicaragua, Costa Rica, uh, Peru, and, um, uh, and Panama and trying to, trying to see if I can find anybody. What, what price point? One of these yeah. What price point do you think it'll be in your, so estimate? these are, they're typically between 200 grand to 800,000. It's nothing crazy. And, and you, and if you had that, would you raise some capital for that? I would. That's the that's the main goal. All right. It'll 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 kick the lazy out of you though, because those types of things will be so hard to run. Right. 
but I'll love, I'll love getting to know you on the other side of this because then you'll be, you know, maybe you'll find your passion on that. That's it. That's what I'm working towards. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I, lo- I can't wait to check out the show and maybe we'll get on your big podcast. That sounds like a great title, Financial Freedom Fast, uh, which is a great way to follow up with Matt. But go ahead. I, I should let John say that. Oh, well, I was just going to say, Matt, yeah. How can people find you? Someone has questions, wants to ask and or invest or whatever. Um, yeah. Where do people find you at? Yeah. Instagram is pretty good at Matt Amabile, M-A-T-T-A-M-A-B-I-L-E. I'm also on Facebook and uh, I don't know. Yeah. Mainly Facebook and Instagram at Matt Amabile. And then my podcast is on every podcast app that you got. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Financial Freedom Fast. And uh, yeah, John, Josh, I'll have to get both of you guys scheduled up to come on and and get that interview rolling. I leave for uh, I leave for Peru in November first. I'm gone for a month, so we got to try and get it in before then if we can. Amen. We'll definitely do it. Thank Dang. you so much, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate you, fellas. Thank you. Thank you. Damn straight. We just got everybody. We got to the end of another great show. And everyone listening right now, you're the family. Family and friends. Thanks for staying till the end. That was so fun. And hey, hit the like, hit subscribe. We're here to serve you guys. That's why we're doing this show. Josh is not paying me. I'm doing this off of my quote unquote sweat equity because we want to make a difference in your life. And then that ripple effect will continue to touch the world. Hey, amen, brother. Please check us out on capitalhacking.com, all the social media threads. And yes, I know you've probably already sent this episode to one of your best friends. Thank you. We love you. <laughs> just just go right into your iPhone, hit the plus symbol. We'll talk to you later. See you next week. Share, share, share. <laughs>